Hey, Coach. Hey, Adam D. Are you the kind of dad who procrastinates for four months before launching the first episode of the 10th season of your favorite dad-themed podcast? Guilt by association. Well, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast celebrating dad. Wherever dad may be, whatever dad may do, welcome to the long-awaited season premiere of season number 10. We're calling this one Dads in the Den because you just got us. You got your two favorite hosts from your favorite fast-growing dad-themed podcast. My name is Adam D. It is my great pleasure after four months of waiting to reintroduce my good friend and my podcasting partner, Coach Randy. Coach, good to see you again in the den. Adam D., listen, listeners, it's probably on me as far as the delay. Adam D.'s been on me for about, oh, it was about six, seven no, weeks we now. We said September 10th. Yeah. We said no, September 10th-ish. I know, I know, ish, I know, I know-ish. Is when we but, were going to launch. But it has just been, I mean, listen, thank God everything's good, everybody's healthy, but it is just... Uh, it's just lots going on, Adam D. And so, if anybody wants to, you know, you deserve, you know, the uh, the 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 stick to itiveness. Uh, <laughs> and it's, how about tonight? How about tonight? How about this? So I praise you for that. Uh, so, listeners, uh, uh, go easy on Adam D. I'll take all the nah, pressure. You I'll don't have to. Heat. You don't have to fall on the sword. I'm coach, falling on know? the sword. I'm I'm that kind of I'm that kind of uh, podcast deal. co-host. Yeah, I'm willing to take it. But that's it. But you've been in a in a good kind of busy. I know. When we left off in the last season, you were umping like a madman, oh softball God, yes. umpiring. So many great stories, and I can't yeah. wait to get a chance for our listeners to hear some of those stories. And when we left off, you were preparing to have your eldest leave the uh, the nest. She's gone, and I didn't need you to remind me that. Yeah, because the bill, the second installment, ouch, just came in today. Ouch! Ouch! ouch. Yeah. I mean, you get you get all these phone calls and these pictures, and you're like, "Oh, she's loving life, and she's learning, she's making friends," and then you realize what that costs you. You know, well, that, and that's so great because I am now in the beginning of now the uh, senior yeah. year, uh-huh. and so uh, lots to talk about on that whole thing as far as how the f do you pay for it? <laughs> we'll get to that, not necessarily down to the specific details, but I am I'm looking at sticker shock right about now, so it is oh, yeah. a. Uh, and I'm sure some of our listeners out there are thinking about college or doing the same. Uh, but yet she's there. She's, she's there. She's in. at she's at Towson. Great school for her. Great location. Only three hours away from us. And uh, making a lot of friends. Getting involved in a lot of activities. Um, likes her classes. You know, she thought the transition to college would be a little harder because you always hear college, you yeah. got to up your game. But uh, she's taking, I think the important thing is... Yeah. First semester, here's my advice to parents. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dad Vice. First dad thing advice, off the night, dad season vice, 10. Right? We are not wasting any time. No time. Dad Vice. You don't right have to bat. fast forward anything to the end. We'll go right to it. And you'll hear this in your in your orientations. Mm-hmm. Uh, make the first semester a GPA booster, but also take classes you'll enjoy. So that's what she's doing. All right. And it's not necessarily easy classes, but I think it's you know, classes that are not super intense. Um, you get all those core curriculum uh-huh courses out of the way uh-huh. take some courses maybe you're familiar with maybe you so like basic from, math if you can yeah take college algebra which <laughs> I think Perry took 
yeah. uh, senior just year. Just to kind of help give you that aid to yeah. uh, boost yeah. your GPA. Take, you know, take um, history of rock music, that kind of thing. I think I say history of the world part two. Part two. <laughs> um, which has not been that great. It's not been it with the other. series was not great. Yeah, we we not went into that. Yeah. Uh, so so do that and then, you know, get involved and explore and, and, and do things like that. So that's kind of where we are with uh, my oldest, my uh, my freshman in college. Um, but, you know, I know we want to talk about our kids and, and what they're involved in and, and what our involvement is with them. But uh, on the way over here. Yeah. Heard Huey Lewis in the news. You can't go wrong with Huey Lewis. It brings you right back, right? It had the 80s on. Yeah. 80, uh, 80s on 8. Serious uh, yes. satellite 80s radio. 80s on 8. 80s on 8. Yeah. And apparently I heard Huey Lewis actually hosts a show on Apple. Oh, does he? Music. Yeah. But I heard um, Hip to be Square. Hip. It's hip. Hip. Da, 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 da. Hip. Da, da, hip. Da, hip da, to be. Da, da, da. Yeah. And I, I just remembered yeah. like how how underrated but how solid a band like Huey Lewis and the it's News just hip was. to be square man it was he brought the squareness out to say it was hip it was hip and then you had heart and soul and you had all those songs from the back to the future <laughs> franchise yes. no there was power actually, of love there was there was some other heart song. of rock and roll right. it's mean, forbidden Huey Lewis the news I I'm glad that he's still around whatever oh, happened yeah. is, is the news still around I don't know if they're still performing but he's still involved in the music game this is a very random conversation, but I had to bring it up because... No, I'm glad you did, because as you bring up Hughes News, I had a tremendous loss, tremendous loss last weekend uh, with Jimmy Buffett. Oh, yeah, that was heartbreaking. Uh, I got to tell you, I have uh, I am not a music aficionado. I like oh, music. Oh, yeah, aficionado. Oh, oh. okay. Um, but uh, when I found out Jimmy Buffett passed, it was... It was it hit it was a it was a gut punch. That was, that was a shocker. He's the one. He's yeah. the, you know, and I that was Journey and Ario Speedwagon and Foreigner and Sticks and Eagles. You We've know, seen pictures of you in the mullet. We know. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I got pics right. <laughs> but Jimmy Buffett was like my college days. I was a parrot head, and in my college, in my fraternity, either a parrot head or a dead <laughs> head. You know, and so, you were still smoking the same stuff, uh, though, right? I Didn't was matter. drinking. I was never. I was always about drinking tequila and margaritas yeah. and you know rum, whatever it was, but. Um, I went to all his concerts, but I haven't been to a concert in years. Yeah. I listened to Margaritaville radio, and when I heard that, I was so mad at myself. I haven't taken my kids. To I feel see, like all uh, of our favorite artists—they're either dead or they're on the IR. It like is like Bruce Springsteen yeah, just I went know. on the IR. He's he's down. So I mean, but that was uh, that was a real real sucker punch. So I've been mourning. Yeah. Uh, I said my my shiva is almost up with but, that one. <laughs> but here's the thing about a guy like Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, live life to its fullest. Yeah, and look, he wasn't. Old, but you know he wasn't young. He was like I guess in his early seventies, seventy something years old, That's, right? Still rocking he, it. He he was he was out doing a concert like as late as this past March of twenty twenty three. So I look at a guy like Buffett, and I'm like, would you rather live to a hundred and have had a boring life, or would right. you rather die at like seventy three and live the and, life and that go he out did? banging, man? Just yeah. Sitting on some sports string, singing on whatever it is, drinking margaritas. Yes, that was my yes. impression of my favorite artist singing Margaritaville. Salt, salt, salt. salt. Yeah. So that was my version of uh, Jimmy Buffett. I think it's important that uh, we take a step back because we kind of just jumped into it. Our listeners are probably going crazy. What the hell's going on with our season this year, uh, Adam D? <laughs> what can you expect with season? So I think 10? it's I think it's time uh, ten minutes into our uh, podcast <laughs> that we share with them our thoughts yeah. and ideas for season ten. All right, so uh, a couple. It's going to be a very different season very this different. year than the first nine that we, we did. We are we are going deep into the archives of podcasting, right? Yeah. So if you have been on this ride with us for the first nine seasons, mm-hmm. you know our formula is this: 
We start out the podcast with a bit of a schmooze. Randy and I catch up about our weeks. Then we have the second block or the sec- second segment of the show. And we have a guest. Yes. We have a guest who Usually has some, a, a something dad. interesting to talk about who is a dad and yes. provides dad advice. Yes. And then in the last segment of the show, we sort of thank our guest and take it home. Yeah. Right? This is how the sausage is made. This is how been. It's been dirty sausage, but nonetheless, how the sausage has been made. So we've been listening to our... Our listeners. Yes. And do we listen to our listeners? Well, we read the emails and texts. And, and we have DMs. so many emails oh, tons, and text tons. messages. You know, it's, it's starting to get into the double digits. I'm sorry. That's in the past four or five years, right? <laughs> so, yeah, we're hitting our fifth year anniversary soon. But, um, you know, one of the things that the listeners have said is, you know, we love the show, we love your guests. But we really like when you and Randy just kind of they love banter us, back, and, they back do. and forth. They love us. Yeah. It's like eavesdropping on a conversation between two friends, and that's what this is. This is pretty much how it's always been because we yeah. just... If anybody knows Adam D. and Coach Randy, when you're with us, it's like uh, it's like Shakey's Pizza. You have no idea what to experience. It's like Shakey the Clown. You're just here to have a good time. We're just having a good time. Yeah. Just being a couple dads, kind of a little bit stuck back in their own teenage years, yeah. just trying to figure out life that... We like to make fun and, and have a good it. time. We own it. We have a good time with that. So uh, some of you have asked, will there be guests yeah. this year? Because I know there's actually some people on the wait list who I want know. to be on the show. we got to get them on. We've made promises for the past couple seasons. We've been so packed with dads. There will be guests. There'll, but there'll be not guests. every episode will have no. a guest. No. We will bring the dad geeks back because... Well, we have to just because... The, what just, just in a small snippet of what we witnessed because all the dad geeks had kids going into college yeah. at the exact girls same time. Too. Girls, Girls. All at the same time. Four of us had girls. In, including in. you. And I was the outsider because mine doesn't go until next year. Yeah. And I was literally, I literally peed my pants seeing these text messages back and forth between the four dads yeah. and what was going on. And uh, the pictures of the back of the car, oh my gosh. the hatchbacks loaded. And, and, and from, from, from Tenzer uh, and Brooks and Diaz, I mean, the comments. Diaz, I got to tell you, he went, I, I think he went uh, way overboard. Uh, but I don't know who does yeah. it for their own kids. But I got to tell you, some of those comments he was sending out as he was preparing to leave, I literally peed myself because he's making. I don't think his intention was to make us laugh. Maybe it was. Oh. But and then John Brooks like I don't know. It's pretty easy for me. I got there, no big deal. Dropped her off, and you, you're like, yeah. She kind of just said bye. Yeah, three hours <laughs> in, that was it. So, so there was nothing gonna, else for us to do. So we'll have them back. Yeah, uh, we'll have some other dads. And so basically, we're letting people kind of listen in to what we think about. Yeah. On a regular basis. It's, it's, it's going to be different. And you know what? I, I've been reading a lot of books about your folks in the creative space. Uh, big fan of Jesse Cole, who's the CEO of the Savannah Bananas. Oh, my God. I love Jesse league, Cole. I love Jesse Cole. because baseball team. I have his book. Right. How'd you get that book, Coach? I got his book because my dear friend, Adam D. That's right. Reached out to him as if you knew him as a best friend. Uh-huh. Said, listen, I got a great guy. Would you please send him this book? And not only does he send me a book... He sends me a face, uh, a video of himself. Yeah. To me, letting me know, hey, Randy. I think he even called me Coach Randy. Knew who I was. It's on its way. Thanks for supporting us. I got a sticker. I got a, 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 a beer koozie. I got, I got a, a beer koozie. I got a beer koozie, yeah. and I got his book. And I'm part of the now number of people who get the stuff, and people look all the time. The band is nation, so you've been listening to him, so now I'm listening to him. So he said, you know, you, you, you can't just rest on your laurels. you got to try different things. That's all about the growth mindset. Uh, even if you fail, just have fun with the with the journey. No, listen, you got to find your yellow tux. That's all it's about. Find, yeah, exactly. Find your yellow find tux. Your, and fans first. Yes. Fans first. So you have to put out something you think the fans will enjoy. 
and keep listening to your fans, and that's that's kind of what we're doing. So what so. we're doing is, we're not they're not only just listeners; they're fans. We have fans. Well, your fans are your ambassadors. Okay. Your, your listen. If you just call them customers, they're people who just buy something. Yeah. And you may or may not see them again. But if you have a fan, they're part of the. I don't want to say cult, but they're part of the community. Of we can say cult. Day. I like the idea of a yeah, cult. Well, I've know. always envisioned myself as being a cult just, leader. Just don't shave your head, and, and please no chanting. <laughs> no chanting, yeah. and no ringing of bowls. <laughs> Bo- oh, the ring of the bowls. Yeah, yeah. no bowl Not ringing. Not the bells, but the bowls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where we're, we're we're constantly trying to find new ways to so we build have our community. fans and listeners. Yeah. And fans I, in Luxembourg, yeah. fans in Livingston. That's New Jersey. I like from Livingston to Luxembourg. Yeah. I, I see what you did there. Oh. Uh, Used alliteration, which is an old technique, but and it's effective. We haven't talked about Luxembourg in a long time, so well, we haven't been on the air for four months, <laughs> and now we can talk about Luxembourg. So Luxembourg, welcome back. Um, so you know, we talk about growth mindset. We talk about you know how to do the best for our kids. We want to quote unquote manage them, but not overmanage them. We want them to have their own experiences. You know, we're recording this in the den. And, you know, one thing I'm, I'm very impressed about, and, and maybe we'll do like a, a Facebook or Instagram live episode. Never know what's going to happen. Never know. you got to come back. All of I'll our fans have to stay tuned yeah. to come back. Our fans. Our fans. Yes. Not our, not our customers, but our fans. And we'll show you what the den is all about. We'll give you a tour. It should take all of seven seconds. Uh, might be ten and a half seconds. Because of there's, all the books that are on the show. There's a lot of, lot of different things there. I've got some pretty cool stuff that I have. You do. The, uh, the one thing I always look at is yeah. your intentions board for the four people in your family. I do have 2023 intentions. It's we like do. a vision board, and so much is, is checked off. So, Coach, tell our fans what the 2023 intentions board is all about. Well, Adam D., thank you so much for asking, because... You know how much I could talk about myself, so it's not. Yeah, well, uh, it's a very appropriate. Most podcasters do. It's just. It's just a, a, the biggest ego stroke. It is, and I am stroking my ego right now with my well, left hand. This is why I'm stepping back a <laughs> few inches. So what? What we do? Inches and not feet. Uh, as we talk, you know, you got to say social distancing. Uh, is uh, most people talk about you know resolutions, uh-huh. right? I'm resolved. So uh, as as a coach, whatever I talk about, what are your intentions? What do you intend to do? And so at the beginning of the year, um, my wife, myself, and our two daughters wrote down our intentions over what we want to have happen in the year of 2023. Um, Those that understand the power of the universe know that when you write down your intentions or you write down your goals on paper, uh, there's a 95% chance that they're all going to be hit because it comes out of the universe because you're letting everybody know what it is you want. Most people talk about things. They don't write things down. But if you were to take out a piece of paper right now and talk about a hundred things you want to do over the course of your life and just put away in the back of your desk, chances are in about 20 years, look back and go, oh, I did these things. So we have a column for me, a column for my wife, a column for Michaela, and a column for Bree. And we all talk about what we want, what happened over the course of 2023. Um, and uh, there's a lot of goals here. Yes, and you have a lot of goals, and I can't yes. help but notice you probably you might have the most, or your or the handwriting is the largest. I think column. the handwriting, because I'm so insecure, is the largest. <laughs> and you also have the most check marks, the yes. most accomplishments versus everyone yes. else in your family. Yes, because I'm I'm a natural overachiever. Okay. So, but I, you know, I, I I'm into things. I mean, if you look up there, I wanted to become an umpire, right? You did it. Boom! I did it, and not only that, I got to tell you, lucrative. And you're having fun, You know, too. In, the, in the B block, when we talk about that, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you, it's lucrative. Yeah. I'm getting calls all the time. 
I got some funny stories too. I can't wait to hear them. Uh, then you know, I had some issues going on personally that I wanted to resolve. Uh, I still haven't completed my third book. Um, Are you uh, working on it? Uh, yeah. Have now, you started it? Uh, oh yeah, I'm about halfway there. Well, you want to complete it? Yeah, but start. I want to complete it, right? Mm -hmm. On there it says drink less, so I am drinking less beer. Okay. Are you drinking more of something else? <laughs> I'm just drinking less beer. So, <laughs> so I used to drink beer and bourbon. Yeah. So I'm just drinking less beer. Okay. So I'm accomplishing that intention. Okay. <laughs> I am too, and I have to tell you, it feels good. Yeah, I only I only have it like every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, I mean, I have a beer every now and again, yeah. um, you know. But I, I I'm I am drinking less bourbon, um, but of late I've started drinking a little bit more. But I was cutting back, and so drinking yeah. less. Okay. Uh, OBX. Yeah, that's right? your vacation spot, right? your happy spot. So we went there. Uh, time with Michaela and Bree. Okay. Uh, so I'm still working on Michaela, but Bree and I went to visit my dad. Oh, uh, yeah. We had a really nice time. <laughs> then, then, of course, supporting my wife's career transition. Yeah. Uh, I'm involved with some personally volunteering coming up to the end. Uh, I'm getting a lot more opportunities where I teach. Yeah. So that's one of the things. Then, of course, I'm looking for increased revenue between my business. Uh, and I have not yet checked off those because <coughs> I am just now entering the fourth yeah. quarter of the year. And I tell you, so, if you need a speaker. Yeah. Especially if you work with the school system. Fans out there, listeners, listen to Adam D. He knows who he's talking about. Coach Randy says, and he is global. Yeah, he's global. global. He, he has toured the entire country the speaking. entire country. And he's going to Mexico. Mexico and Canada. And Canada. Yeah. Well, that's two polar ends of North that's America, exactly. Coach. And I am, uh, I am, I am uh, world-renowned. We just got to get you to Luxembourg. If we I'm, get you to Luxembourg, really, I mean, you could quit now. God, if I go to Luxembourg, that would be kind of cool. That would be very cool. That would be very nice. And you know what? It's a very expensive country, so... I'm sure they got some bank. And I heard they have some nice Jewish people there too. I'm sure that there is a you know one or two blocks. Yeah. That might have some within a, uh, yeah. a neighborhood. And of course, my wife has her things. And if you look at hers, what she's done, and my my uh, Michaela and Brianna, cook, uh, cook more meals and plan. That is tough. Yeah, cook, cook more, more meals. Cook more planned meals. Yeah. So she hasn't clicked that one off yet. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're close to it. Um, what I like for her is learn to say no. <laughs> It's a challenge. It's a challenge. Mom, yeah. Right? Learn to say no. Uh, most important thing is support me. That's not checked off, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's not checked Neither off. Neither is support Coach Ray. Exactly. And our vacation <laughs> together, don't know if that's going to happen. Oh, just you and her? Yeah, it was just the two of us. We were, we were talking about, we thought maybe this summer. So sometimes intentions, you have to roll all them to the next you year. You got to go big. You know. You got to go big. And what's yeah. really weird is just looking at Michaela's, uh, getting yeah. accepted into <clears> some colleges. Right? Uh, don't get as bad, you know, anxiety. Live I, I like this. What high school kid puts down live life to the fullest? Jimmy Buffett style. Right? Right? Right. I'm like, I'm so proud, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, Brianna, right? She's got, uh, you know, high on her own, enjoying USY, OBX, yeah. meeting people, uh, getting better at softball. Boom. Just have fun. Sometimes and what does she what do? life's all about. Right? Of course, they put hearts on the Little hearts. Place, little hearts. Right? Just have fun. Now, um, I think you probably already answered this, but, you know, you got everyone to sit down here do this intentions board. What did your kids think about this when you brought them down into the den to do this exercise? Were they all about it or were they like, oh, dad, it's just no, Coach Randy actually, being Coach Randy? It, it wasn't. It was, they, they came down here, I said, at some point, go downstairs. Mm -hmm. And they honestly came down. I said, well, I don't care what you put, put whatever it is. And I was actually pretty surprised. I was pleasantly surprised, which is why I haven't erased it, which is probably permanent mm -hmm. now. Because um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I really am so, so proud um, of what they did. Um, and I think that is, this is the dad stuff, is that if we do this stuff with our kids, these are kind of stories I hope they tell their kids and their friends. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the goal orientation is really kind of cool. Yeah. So. So thanks for asking.
Very good. And it looks much better on a whiteboard than on the back of a napkin. Well, it, it does, but sometimes the back, back of the napkin is the beginning of a billion-dollar idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. So that's what Bad to the Dad is all about. That's what Bad to the Dad will be about. Uh, we're going to keep following up on coaches' intentions. We are going to let our sponsors do a little bit of uh, advertising. We come back. We'll talk a little bit about our summer vacations and other odd things that happen to us right here on Bad to the Dad. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. Adam D. here. You know, the North Jersey counties of Essex, Union, and Morris have become very popular because of their competitive school system, great parks, civic living, but the housing market has gotten red hot. So if you're planning on moving to these counties, you're going to want to have somebody on your side, a real strong advocate that knows the market and lives here too. And that is Idan Karen of the Stan K team, the top 1% of realtors in the area. You want to reach out to Idan, he is going to take care of you. You can contact him by phone at 516-730-4726, or you can find him on Instagram at idan.realtor, that's I-D-A-N dot realtor on Instagram. Don Karen from the Stan KT. You can't go wrong. Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Social media is a great place to learn a little bit more about the podcast, especially what what we're doing with this uh, kind of newfangled season 10. And at Bad to the Dad is the handle on most social media platforms. And that, of course, includes Instagram, Facebook, or even on LinkedIn. If you want to connect with Coach Randy Nathan and Adam D. Chandler, please do that. We'd love to have you in our networks. If you want to go the website route, we've got one of those too, and that is badtothedad.com. You can learn about the bios of your favorite hosts of your favorite dad-themed podcast. You can also download the podcast. If you're not one of these Apple podcasts or Spotify people, no problem. Badtothedad.com hosts the podcast, every episode, in fact. And if you'd like to interact with us, we'd love to hear from our fans, and we have an email for that. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Once again, contact us at badtothedad.com, or you can DM us on any of the social media platforms. Coach, it has been a long summer because we took a lot of time off. Um, you know, my kids, they have their birthdays at the end of the summer. Yeah, I know. I, I remember back not too long ago, we used to have one party. You would just like... At the park, right? Yeah, and I felt so bad for your kids. I felt so bad for your kids. So you're, you're, you're born within a couple of days of each other, one party, share, share yeah. the space. Yeah. And you'd find some, some cockamamie park in uh, Roseland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with a jungle gym and yeah. a firehouse Absolutely. and a fire. And be like, come That's on, it. climb on come the trucks. On. And that was it. That was a party. Well, not just any cake. Ball. It was a Costco cake for $15. Yeah, absolutely. And we're still eating and it. You're still eating it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we did that because I feel like Chuck E. Cheese is the ninth circle of hell. Oh, my God. I, I There's no way I would ever bring my kid. Yeah. Especially post-COVID. I'm afraid I'd catch something. I was afraid back then yeah. I'd catch something. There'd now be a, There'd be a rash of a very, very oh my obscure God, I color. I hated that place. Hated yeah. it. So that's why we did those. Yeah. But now, you know, uh, my son and his, his knucklehead friends, they we take them to Top Golf, 
And what I found interesting when he, he first got into golf, and we go to Top Golf with his friends for his birthday. This is like five years ago. He was young, yeah. he was sort of immature. He had no perspective. Um, he wanted to be the winner amongst his friends in Top Golf. How does one become a winner? So that's the thing. Golf. You got to get the ball into these like targets, okay. and then you you get. I am not. A, I am not. Obviously, I just asked a question well, because I'm not a golfer. One not far from us, yes. so we'll take you. So I'm not. I'm not a golfer. Now the thing is, Aiden is you know the best golfer amongst his friends. He hits it the straightest and the farthest. Yeah. But if you don't get into one of those targets, you're not getting points. Okay. So when he was younger, he was very upset about that. Now he's 15. Yeah. And like there was one game we went out with his friends, and he came in last. And he's like. It's like I'm the best one here, but I'm you know I'm not getting the points. I'm like, well, that's because your goofball friends are basically hitting it off the deck and it's well, rolling into the and first they really target, don't care. and that's how they're getting the points. So he doesn't really care about that. But um, I'm setting the stage. Here's what happened the last time we went to Top Golf, ladies and gentlemen. Adam D. And the last time he went to Top Golf. So we're in a booth. We're minding our own business. We're we're kids are playing Top Golf, right? right. And everyone gets their turn. All of a sudden, I'm looking in the corner of my eye at the next booth over. Okay. Right? The booths are kind of like bowling alleys. All right. And it's like, all right, you know, let's let's have three levels, have people drink, put uh, iron clubs in people's hands, and have them have them hit. Sounds like a great idea to me. Almost as good as axe throwing, but um, <laughs> not related to the actual drinking and hitting. Um, a light fixture, a very large light fixture, okay. falls in the next booth. On top of a woman's head. Oh my gosh! It's a very large, like the gym kind of circular. light, like a gym, like in a oh, gym yeah. class. Oh yeah, those big light oh, things yeah. that would sit there and light, and you couldn't turn them back. If they went off, it would take twenty That's minutes it. to turn back That's on. It. You'd have to call a special task force yeah. to come in and fix that light. Yeah. This giant circular light falls on this woman's head. I saw it with my own very eyes, Coach. Yeah. And I go into like, you know, healthcare worker mode. Oh, because with the VNA, yes, well, it's what yeah. you do. I mean, look, yeah, you don't need to be a healthcare worker. Just you know, to get help when a giant light fixture falls on someone's head. Are you head. sure about that? Some people would sit back and not know what to do. Well, some people were like looked at the whole thing and were stupefied. Here's this poor woman crying. Anybody bring out the phone and start videotaping? <laughs> people did take pictures, but more for insurance yes. purposes. So I'm like, I run to the manager. I run to the uh, the waiter and wait staff. Uh-huh. I said, get ice. Get ice. This woman just had a giant light fixture get fall ice. on her head. Get ice. Not called 911. Get ice. That too. But, uh, you know, the first thing I did, I want to make sure there was no blunt force trauma uh, and there was no swelling in this woman's head. And her hair's not catching on fire. That that too. Yeah. That too. Um, but it was amazing that this thing was swaying and coming down. You knew you knew something bad was going to happen. Fell right on top. That's of the kind it. of stuff I used to dream about it in gym class, hoping it would happen to my gym teacher. Yeah. And you actually saw it happen in real life to some strange woman sitting next to you. So you're screaming, get ice, get ice, get ice. They got ice. It turns out one of the waitresses happens to be an EMT locally. So right. she was able to provide the initial care. They before require the, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Uh, I did not volunteer, but if I had to go to the vault, I yes. would. Uh, fortunately, the ambulance came and they uh, they brought out the strike. The striker. The striker stretcher. No my old, My old employer. Old place you were yeah, for. See, you know, it all comes back to you. They're all over the place. Yeah, I see striker everywhere in school because that's what you put that's down. That's the best. Yeah? Yep. That's the best. Yeah. So... The ambulance came, the paramedics came, they wheeled her off, probably took her to a local hospital, and uh-huh. as the dust cleared, I said to all the kids, I said, kids, would you know what to do in that situation? When there's crisis mode, and uh, somebody nearby is hurt, because these are the things that dads need Adam to D goes make their kids in. aware of, right? You got, you, you got to go in there and use it as a moment. I did. Good for you. And what did they say? They said, yeah, dad, 
you call your lawyer because that's at least a million dollar lawsuit. <laughs> and they're all debating. A million, you think? It's at least 900. Maybe it's 800. No, I mean, come on. You see how right on and, and you, what if you get a concussion? You get a concussion, that could be 2 million. I gotta tell you. And this that. is the wrong method. This is not what I'm trying it's to, you want to do, but get these kids to understand. Yeah, but they're not wrong. They are wrong, but I'm like, that's chapter two. Yeah, you got to Chapter first... one is make sure that this woman's head is no, not cracked right. like an egg. They dismissed the whole me. Oh, man. So those are our kids. All they care about is the insurance money. So oh, then yeah. what happened to the woman? Is well, she, she safe? She carted off, and uh, we, we didn't keep in touch. It's not like we're Facebook friends now. <laughs> I don't even know if she'd remember who we are. But we said, we said to the friend that yeah. she was with, look, we took pictures of this thing. We took pictures of... How poorly secured uh, this fixture was. So if you need a witness, let us know. I'm willing to pay it off. I'm willing to help. Yeah, I mean, I would only ask for ten percent of whatever <laughs> you get from Jacoby and Myers. <laughs> Which, by the way, they're the uh, they're on TV still all the time. All the time, Jacoby and Myers. That's it. Just yeah. give them a plug twice. And they're not even sponsoring. They're not even sponsoring. Yeah. Maybe they, they need I'll to. to. I'll have to tag them in a post. And so you've gone from out. having birthdays in the park to birthdays in Top Golf and watching light fixtures fall on other people's heads. I would have been. I, I could. I would just be worried about the stench of burnt hair. Yeah, I don't know if the light was actually on. Oh, was it? Um, so what you do? For, so what you do for Perry's birthday? She was actually uh, in college. It was her first day. Oh, so was, first day on campus. So that, that was. So, so we sent money. So you sent money. I'm sure of which and you, cookies. Uh, you was and, and cookies. Yes, Crumbles? insomnia. You ever heard of insomnia cookies? I've never heard of insomnia cookies. Oh man, they are so good. That's what we got her. Better than uh, crumble. Crumble is good. Yeah, it's it's really all about the butter consistency, right? It's all about butter. That's what keeps the these That's giant thick these cookies, cookies yeah. together. Yeah, you seem to know. Well, there was this place when we were in uh, in Disney. Uh, Disney World, not yeah. not the actual, it's, it's whatever. Uh, one of those resorts. Whatever one of those Disney things. They have a place that sells cookies, and each cookie weighs like a half a pound. Yeah. And they're like... They're meant for sharing, but we don't. We don't, but they're like ginormous cookies. Wow. And they, they say it's all about the butter. Oh, it has to be. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. So good. Yeah. So then, you, you talked about vacation. We're going to talk about, about vacations uh, in summer. You had quite a trip this summer. We did. We had a lot of fun. We had a great life experience. We took the kids to... London and Paris, because uh, they had never been there. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things I wanted them to do, in addition to seeing the sites, take yeah. pictures, posting, uh-huh. uh, posing, that kind of thing. And we did plenty of that. Believe me, if you're on my own social media feed, which I've is seen them. I at adam.d.here, you'll see yeah. that. But um, I wanted them to kind of come back and compare the two cities and also do a callback about what they what they learned. All right. you know, what were some of the things that they learned? You know, and, and you know, as you're talking about this, I think it's important you understand, I am not any at all bitter that you chose London and Paris over OBX. I'm not. I'm letting you know upfront and honest that you chose to go to London and Paris with your family for vacation and not do another summer with us in the Outer Banks. Um, and so I want our fans... And listeners to know that I am being vocal to making it very clear that mm-hmm. I am not bitter. Because I know you've been th- thinking about that. You've asked me. Mm-hmm. So I want to get out in the open. I am not bitter about your time in London and Paris. Yet you brought it up, which infers that perhaps there's a little bit of bitterness. No, not really. Uh-huh. We'll get back there, Coach. But I just want to hear more about this. Because I saw the pictures. Yeah. Uh, and You'll I love happy to know the weather was not superb. Well, and I, I was gonna say, and I noticed the weather. 
Yeah. I noticed raincoats. Yes, there were. I noticed clouds. Uh-huh. Now, I'm sure, and I saw lots of different, I don't know, art things to look at. <laughs> yeah. So. It's a very old city. Yes. Coach. Yeah. Uh, and I saw some pictures of offspring. Not looking very smiley-faced. Well, when it's raining in a city you're not familiar with, where all you could do is walk, that's going to happen. But I did ask, uh, I did ask the kids. And, and by the way, go go to my social media feeds if you're looking for ideas about uh, going. Oh my god! And you were like, you offered, I was blogging. You gave you know, uh, vlogging, pay, play by play, color yeah. man of everything. Well, you know, the, the biggest takeaway they had was um, the eating experience, the restaurants in Europe. Because the restaurants, um, when you sit down, yeah. you are elbow to elbow uh-huh. with your closest neighbor. They pack it. They really just pack you like sardines. And it's and that's expected. Yeah. Nobody complains about it. How tight it is. That's just the way restaurants are made. Yeah. You are quite literally on top of your next door neighbor. Yeah. At the restaurant. The other thing they picked up on is yeah. eating, even lunch, mm-hmm. is an experience. What do it's, you mean? It's not something to be rushed. You sit down and you order. Now, the food comes out fairly quickly. Okay. The bill does not. Okay. They want you to... Dine? They want you to They want you to hit the pause button on life. Yeah. Enjoy your meal. Enjoy your company. Um, this this was is in Paris and, and London. London. Really? This was especially true in Paris. So I'll, I'll give you a, a moment. So one of the days we went to do a tour of... Uh, Parc des Princes, which is the home of Paris Saint-Germain, which is the soccer team in Paris. Okay, all right. It's a beautiful soccer okay. stadium. And it's a little further out from the center of Paris. It's all not right. near the Eiffel Tower. It's not near the Lac de Triomphe. It's not near any of the major museums like the Louvre. Okay. It's a bit of a hike. Okay. So uh, we didn't know where to eat, so we asked somebody in the gift shop. Of course, you had to go to the gift shop. Well, yeah, because you got to get your, your swag. Yeah. Yeah. And they said there's this great place. It's about a 20-minute walk. Uh-huh. It's called Ciao Bella. It's a wonderful pizza place. Ciao Bella! Pastas. You know, it's French. It's an Italian it's French, restaurant. It's a French-based restaurant, but it's Italian food. Okay. Um, so we go there, the, the host, I have to say everybody in Paris was very accommodating, really, really terrific. I've heard that most Europeans don't care too much for Americans. Well, they were, this, this particular restaurant Maybe was because you don't look American. Me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, do I smell American? Maybe yeah, a little. Because I, I layered on the deodorant. And, uh. I think it's Axe spray. That was Aiden. Yeah. Which, you know, every other day he would layer it on. I have no doubt. So it was, um. It was interesting, you know, we, we, we sat down and there was this group of, you know, young employees. They yeah. probably worked one of the healthcare systems nearby. They had to have been there a half an hour before us. Uh-huh. And their food came shortly after us. And we're like, okay, probably get an hour for lunch. It's time to go back to work. Oh, no. Oh, no. Time for dessert. It is time for dessert. This one kid, he must have been 110 pounds sopping wet, mm-hmm. orders a tiramisu uh-huh. the size of uh, like five bricks. Oh my gosh. Eating it himself. Really? And everybody is marveling. With a fork? With a fork. And a knife or just like just... Just, just with his fork, scooping it out. Scooping up. And he's smiling and having a good time and everybody's laughing. Look at this guy. Look at Jacques. I'll call him Jacques. Jacques. He looked like a Jacques. It's a very nice appropriate yeah, name for a French totally man. stereotypical. <laughs> look at him with the eating. Yes. And he finished the whole thing. They must have been there like an hour and 45 minutes. Just watch him eat cake. Lunch. Let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. Let yep. them eat tiramisu. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So then later that day. Wait, there's more? Well, we thought we would take part in the culinary experience. All we right. went to a cooking class. 
Wait, the, the four of you? The four of us. Took a cooking class? Yes. In Paris? In Paris. That is such a cool idea. So much fun. Whose idea was it? Probably Michelle's. Probably definitely Michelle. Michelle. It was definitely Michelle's. So you took a cooking class. What kind of cooking was it? It was making macarons. You know macarons? Not macaroons like you eat on Passover. <laughs> Those awful, like terrible the can. coconut are, things. They're almost like, like little pastry hamburgers, Yeah, I think right? they're like hamburgers. I've seen, I, mean, yeah. I, I see them here. Yeah. Uh, Michaela different likes colors. it. Yes, different colors. Different colors. Pastel colors. Yes. Yes. Hard. Yeah. Hard. And you little bite them and they have different, like, yeah, I didn't yeah, different about. chewy consistencies. Yeah. The hardest part was the piping. So um, apparently the piping, you have a guide hand and a squeeze now, hand. Now, ladies and gentlemen and all of your listeners, I want to let you know that Adam is here holding a bag of nothingness in his hand. He's taking mm-hmm. his right hand and squeezing I'm the pipe. I'm illustrating for your you benefit. illustrate for my benefit. So, uh, but I want to share this with our listeners yeah. so they can get the visual of what's going on here. So we were, we were broken. So Aiden and I were one team and uh-huh. Michelle and Perry were one team. And there was a, a mother-daughter yeah. also joined us for the class. The mother-daughter... They apparently did this before, yeah. Because their macarons They're were perfect, pros. yeah. Apparently, there's a technique where you squeeze, you stop, and then you swirl. You squeeze, stop, swirl. Yes. So Sw- squeeze, stop, swirl. And swirl. Okay. Michelle and Perry nailed it. All right. Aiden and I, we made the kind of thing like when you look under a microscope uh-huh. at like a venereal disease. <laughs> that was the shape. It was gunnery, basically. About, what you're yes, saying. we made gunneria macarons. <laughs> But we had a great time. The, they tasted the good. Te- they tasted delicious, yeah. but it's not the kind of thing you can bring home. Like you, you got to eat, eat it them there. It's fresh. You got to eat it there because of the dairy and yeah. you, you know. There's a whole science to it. Um, you like you you because of the combination. Of Did you wear the hat? I got an apron. Oh, I got an apron. I insisted we bring it home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know where it is. Don't know where it is. <laughs> Did you pay for the apron? That was part of the. Uh, I think it was tea. part of the part of the deal. But did you wear those big baker's hat? You walk around. No, and... no hats. No, no hats. Did, would you guys joke about it? that? Must have been so funny. The four of you just there. You are surreal, living, living a, a life where you're sitting in a Paris bakery making macaroons. Yeah, yeah it was, was so it was cool. Neat. It was neat. I wasn't any good at it, but you know, I think you appreciate how that's well a life food memory. Is made. That's a life memory. Yeah, and of course we did the Eiffel Tower. You know, in London we went to Richmond. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, that's right. You showed pictures. The, the site of uh, uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. We went to the restaurant, which is called the uh, the Prince's Arms. Do people always go there? Do they do they mind tourists going and seeing their place? Or do they get kind of annoyed at a lot because... of Americans. I asked one of the barkeeps. I said, "You must get a lot of American yeah. visitors." They said, 200 tourists come in a day." Oh my gosh! A day to our. Do bar they buy restaurant. stuff? Uh, they they'll eat. Yeah. But there's no gift shop. It's not like you can buy a Ted Lasso mug. But why wouldn't they do that? That's like that's like poor market on their part. I don't think they really want that kind of attention. They're happy to do it. They're happy to give you a scarf. You take a photo. You take photos in front of the bar. You walk through the neighborhood that Ted Lasso walks yeah. through. But I don't I don't think they necessarily welcome this. Seems to me a bad missing business opportunity. Well, but they, you know, I'm but a, we think like Americans. I'm, that might be the we, case. We you know we come up with an idea. It's to make money. Well. Uh, maybe that's the difference between us and them. We don't. They don't want to make money. They just live peacefully. That's it. That's part of the problem. Well, that is well, <laughs> part I, of the problem to live peacefully <laughs> and take an hour and forty-five minute lunch, and think, then probably leave work. I don't imagine. I mean, I, I don't think I can sit. For, I, mean, I think I barely sit for an hour and fifteen for a, a buffet brunch, <laughs> 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 or at the uh, on a cruise ship. The I transition can't, to old days yeah. really is going to be so good for you. <laughs> can't wait. Well, while you are uh, busy. Uh, Galavan, and I'm just kidding. I'm not bitter about OBX. Yeah, like I said, we will eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually we'll go back. Go back to OBX because it, it wasn't it, it wasn't the same. We uh, well, we we, we, we had a great time. 
But you're with uh, your other we, kids too. I mean, everybody, the, we had the seven of us, um, and it was great. Um, we did, um, but it was, uh, uh, we missed the Chandlers. We love the Chandlers. Wow. So uh, just know. Uh, but my, my summer um, was all about umping. You have a story or two? Oh my God, Adam D. So I will tell you that I made enough money umping to pay for Outer Banks. That's now, pretty, that's pretty I hope none of my listeners are with the IRS, but I did a pretty good job making uh, 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 some money umpiring. So I felt very proud of it. But I have, uh, uh, I did a number of leagues, I did tournaments, I did a college showcase, um, but I did have a crazy parent moment. Uh, I, I umped 70 games. The from, whole summer. The, from, the, from, the, from spring, so from wow. March 15 hmm. until uh, the first, second week of August. So 70 games, about $60 or so a game. You can do the math, right? So a lot of fun. It's hard. I love it. But I was doing a 12U softball um, rec league game, and it was a B-level team. So if you know anything about sports, the A-level are the really, really great players. Good players. And the Bs are just... Mediocre. Very, very mediocre. Not going scholarship. Not even, not even, even the A teams aren't. Yeah. These kids don't. And so many of these kids don't know how to play very well. And so I'm learning the rules. I know things out. I go in, and I, I have a very strong statement. I tell coaches and players, I go, we're going to honor the game. I think even mentions we're going to honor the game, respect the rules, respect the opponents, respect the officials, respect your teammates, respect yourself. Listen, if you have an issue with the rule or a call, please don't yell. All right, just come out to me, talk to me. Um, you know, if I see a strike, it's a strike. I have no, no skin in the game. Whatever it is, this is just we're here to have a good time, please. Right? Of course, of course, of course. So I have a particular game, and 12-year-old kid, um, but she's a bat thrower. Uh-huh. She's a bat thrower. Yeah. Uh, Explain what a bat thrower so is. So a bat thrower is is a, is a player who literally swings the bat, and the bat just goes. There's, mm-hmm. Let's go the bat. I'm swinging here as you're watching my hands, yep. and the bat goes anywhere. Uh, and doesn't yeah. realize you it's have to hold on to it. not as dexterous as my piping. It was not anywhere near as pretty. No, yeah. no, your pantomime with the the piping is much better. <laughs> but the uh, the bat throwing is literally. And so their league had a rule that says no bat throwing. So at the beginning when I talked to the coaches, I said what will happen is I'll give the, the player a warning. Mm-hmm. All right? And then after that, I'm going to call the batter out. So this one batter gets up. You know, whatever swings the bat, hits the ball. Bat gets thrown, misses my knee, hits the catcher, and is down the third baseline. Hmm. Dead ball. That's your warning, right? That's your warning. So, perfect. Which means, if it happens again, what happens? You're out of the game? Out of the game. So, batter gets up again. Another inning. Second time. She throws the bat a second time. Missing my knee, hitting the catcher. Dead ball. Batter is out. Out, but not out. out of the game. Not out of the game, but out. Yeah, not ejected. Now, okay. This is not ejected. This is 12U. We're not okay. talking high school right. rules. All right. High school. Now, there is no rule about bat throwing, yeah. generally, in USA softball, unless it interferes with someone's ability to make a play. But this league had no bat throwing. So then, third time this kid gets up. What does she do? What do you think she does? Does she throw the bat, Coach? Oh, boy, does she throw the bat. This time, it hits the catcher, and it almost hits... Me and the, uh, what we call it, the Johnson, right? A certain region that exactly. men are very protective but, of. But I have protection, and so I'm okay. Catcher's okay. I say, dead ball, batter's out. Mm-hmm. All right? 
Sorry, way it goes. So now we're getting towards the end of the game. It's the sixth inning, whatever it is. They're up by I don't know how many runs. This kid gets up again. What do you think that happens? I think she throws the bat. She throws the bat. Now, it's not as... I think she's consistent. It's not as bad as the other three times, mm-hmm. but she throws the bat. But in this situation, she's already down the first baseline. A kid throws the ball from the field past the first baseman. The kid then runs to second, who then runs to third. The kids throw the ball from the first base side to the third base side. They miss the ball. The kid comes home, right? Meanwhile, the entire time I'm standing there in my appropriate pose with my left arm out, indicating you're out. Dead ball, foul, something's going to happen. Uh-huh. Right? So everything's done. I look at the coach, kind of like, dude, I'm sorry. She threw the bat out. Whoa. Adam D., these parents went screaming and yelling. Screaming and yelling. I'm like, listen, those are the rules. That's what happened. Of course, look here, look here. I even have it on film. I'm like, I go, it doesn't matter. They're trying to tell yeah, me that I have sure. it wrong. I have no skin in the game. I don't care. But it happened again. Right? So these parents are screaming at me, and I say, you know what? If you don't want to stay here, that's fine. You can leave, but that's the call. Guess what a parent says to me? Guess! Oh. Does it have profanity? It does not have profanity. No, you leave. Oh, you, the umpire. So you know what I said? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I go, grab my bag, start walking away, and now the coach comes back out, who was upset, angry, because... His player was called out, and he's like, "Don't go." I said, "I'm not standing for this. I got my money in my pocket. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not coming back." Wait, there's more. <laughs> so, I said to this coach, "All right, I'm not standing for this. All right, the batter was out. We've got a half inning left to play. If I hear one other comment from a parent, I'm going to bench you." That's when he comes out and says, all right, folks, come on, calm down. It's just a game, blah, 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 blah. So game's over. I just want to get out of that game. I thought to myself, I think I need to have an escort Mm -hmm. because these parents are nuts. But I had faith in humanity that parents would be reasonable. That was your first mistake, Coach. Oh, my God, NMD. So I'm leaving. I I have about maybe 70 yards from the field to my car. To get my car, and I wasn't going to change out of my gear. I was just going to get my car and go. Five steps out of the dugout, this parent approaches me, I kid you not, screaming at me. How dare you? You bullied my child. You bullied my child. You're a bully. You're a bully. You're a bully. And I'm like, now, of course, you know what I do for a living. Yeah. (laughs) And so. so, Foremost speaker on bullying. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to ignore it, bite my lip, and leave. Right. And so I start to walk in A. She goes, you're an a-hole. I know I could probably say the word, but I was... Uh, but she did say but the But she word. said the word, yeah. right? And I said, excuse me? And she's walking away. And that's when I said, I'm done. I stop. I scream for the head coach, who's having a team meeting, mm-hmm. to come over. He's like, what? He starts running over. His wife says, no, no, I can deal with this. I'll deal with this. I said, no, he's the head coach. He's the head coach. Please come here. I go, who's that woman? And he goes, explains who the woman is. I said, she just called me an a-hole. No, I didn't. All right? And all these parents are sitting around. I said, I just want to get home. All right? 
the game is over. I just want to get home. And the thing is, I know the the, the I know the, the the commissioner of the league. Yeah. I know the rules. All right. This is a, this is a this is an embarrassment and it's shameful. I'm fired up. I get to my car, fully dressed, drove home. <laughs> 12U Rec Softball B League. B League. Uh, so the amazing thing is, is uh, uh, next day, and I said, he said, can we talk about it? I said, no, we can talk about it tomorrow. I don't want to talk about it, and I just want to get home. I said, we talk? I said, no, I just want to get home. So we ended up talking about it the next day. You know what I found out when I said, I just wanted to be escorted to the field. I just wanted to feel safe. Oh, nothing would have happened. We had three police officers there. Hmm. I said, so you mean to tell me that there were three off-duty police officers watching that whole thing happen that did nothing with that parent yelling at me? Where were they? Were they in the stands rooting on this team? Of course. Mm -hmm. There was my highlight story of crazy effing parents. Wow. Did you have another one just like that uh, after that, or was that the craziest? That was was the most, especially that. I did run into a situation with a coach Uh um, who displayed, called... Basically told the umpire, my partner on the field, uh, to f off. Wow! In the middle of a game. Wow! In front really, of the kids. In front of the kids, and we're talking yeah. 13, 14, 15 year old female players. Wow! Screams at him, tells him to f off in the middle of a game. Of course, he got, he got, yeah. he got ejected. And meanwhile, I was doing the plate, and all the parents in the background were screaming at the umpire about a bad call it was. And I literally stopped at one point. I go, Do you not? Does it not matter to you that? He just told an umpire, a authority figure, to f off, and you're sitting here complaining about a call. I go, is that the kind of role model you want for your? And I kept saying, is that the kind of role model you want for your child? Yeah. Well, yeah. coach, I'm glad you're telling these stories because, like, people see them on on social media and they hear stories and they always think that's at another place. No, this it is, is right here in our right, own backyard. Is, oh my God! And it's just, yeah. uh, but I will tell you, the benefit of going my umping is, it is learning me. To be patient. I am learning. It's teaching me how to uh, de-escalate certain situations. Okay. Uh, so I find that an opportunity. And, and that's a huge skill, even with people who don't have their wits about But them. But in the end, uh, it was a great summer umping. I've got a big fall ahead of me. I've got, I think i got 20 games already scheduled to wow. ump. Um, and uh, I highly encourage it. It's really, really a lot oh, of fun. Good for you. So it's ump at your own risk. It is. But it is rewarding. <laughs> and I'm sure most of the games are not yes. like that. No, no, no. 98% of them. I, I ump 70 games and 68 were great. Thanks again, Coach. So that's uh, that was my summer. I mean, there's awesome. so much more to talk about. So I'm sure we'll get to another uh, we, upcoming episode. We got a long we got a long season ahead of us. But it was uh, really fun talking, sharing about our summers. Awesome. We're gonna take it home again. Another sponsor spot. So keep it here on Bad to the Dead. Hi everyone, Adam D here. You know that Bone Daddy logo that graces all of our social media accounts and some of our swag too. That is the work of Berman Branding, led by Becky Berman. Becky does a phenomenal job with graphic design. She knows her way around a website, but she does so much more. She's also a web strategist and can help your business, small, medium, or large, have a much stronger presence. She'll give you some great ideas as to how to get your brand in front of the eyeballs of your target audience. So visit Becky's Instagram site, at Berman Branding. You can also check out her website, 
www.bermanbranding.com. It's Berman Branding for all of your graphic design, web design, social media, and marketing strategies. Berman Branding. We are Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, want to thank our sponsors joining us for yet another season. They are Berman Branding, all the best in marketing, web design, and marketing strategy. And Idan Karen of the Stan K team, top 1% realtors in the New Jersey counties of Essex, Morris, and Union. Thanks so much again for being with us in season number 10. So, Coach, uh, a lot of storytelling. And a lot of stuff to catch up on. I yeah, absolutely. And we still have... Tons more material with just you and me. Because I want to talk about your whole thing with uh, with you being stand-up. I, wanna, I want the listeners to listen to yeah. all the different stand-up you're doing. Because you got some funny shtick you're doing now. A lot now. of comedy shows. Um, you know, I know you talked about the numbers and how many games you were umpiring. Uh, for me, it's, you know, I'm at least doing like five comedy shows a month. I know, is, it's really which amazing. Which pretty good. Me. You know, for somebody who wants balance between fatherhood and being a husband and yeah still but you got great entertain. material i mean yeah. i just got great material it's just got to roll off your tongue now uh, i tell you europe was <laughs> <laughs> it was like a case study in absolutely material, especially being an american with his family yeah. walking the streets of some they should make a movie scene. about that some kind of family going to europe on a vacation or they already do something like that no i don't think so i think you might be onto something coach i don't know i, I don't know i might even call it european vacation it's a working title. It's a, I think yeah. it's something we can work we'll, with. We'll talk about it. We'll see if Chevy Chase it's is like, available. It's like when some idiot said, you know, we should do a movie about golf called Caddyshack. <laughs> I mean, how silly is that? Who would that? have thought? Yeah. <laughs> so tons to talk about. Uh, we will have guests. Again, we want to get the dad geeks on. That's episode number one. We got nine more beautiful episodes coming up this season. One thing I do want to say is be patient. Be patient. You know, there might be some weeks with no episode. There might be one week with two episodes. We're probably, do it. Probably not, but, you know. You never we are going to be what we're going to be because we're going to keep our listeners on their toes. And We uh, have found that uh, people like to wait for exciting things. That we were inconsistent and the same thing over and over again. People get bored. Building anticipation. We, anticipation. Mm. It's making you wait. I think it should be a song, don't you? Mm, we'll see. We'll see. We'll test it with our fans. Absolutely. How about that? Dads, fans, listeners, thanks for joining us for our season premiere of season number 10. We'll see you around. Thanks so much. Have a great week.